0: fascinated very young by English and I didn't know why. <laughs> I always was fascinated by um, like um, America. When I, when I was talking to my mom, very young, she reminded me. I said, I'm American. I'll be married in an American woman. I was very young. I didn't know why. Did you, she, she told me. I don't you know, want know. me to turn her around? No, you. God is are, you, are we recording? It's oh, It's already recorded. It's alright. It's natural. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we, we just don't, you didn't want to say call, that, things,
1: right? Yeah. You you know, your in, but I want to begin here. In, so Okay. Your okay. issue mm-hmm. All right. I'm I'm sorry I Yeah. So I'm saying to my mom I'm very young. I didn't know about it. I'm telling her now. See if you can see me. Uh, oh. Just probably. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: to see you. But don't touch it, so it
0: it's Okay. Minute, so yeah. Everybody's maybe in. in.
1: Maybe you're in. Right.
0: Minute, so. so, yeah. So, my mom was telling me, I don't want to know, know white people in my country. I said, no, she's going to be black. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, so, like, the first day I brought Tiana to my house from introduce her to my mom, that's the first thing that my mom reminded me like, that when were working and, and now it's true yeah, yes. so so yeah so that's like something because I believe that if welcoming like people black people especially from America is permission you know and I believe that I'm doing god's mission by doing so because there's something which is a legacy that I believe I'm god I believe that I have to make sure they come here safe, peacefully, experience it, take the part of their legacy that they own, and also go back with that peace of mind and that strength. And that yeah. they want to move that and stay, they are welcome. Mm-hmm. And I will go on this too. Without are like, anything in return? Well, let me tell you that
1: like, you have actually, so far, done a good job in five years. Because you took the first one. Mm-hmm. So far she's set and sound. <laughs> <laughs> and from, Man, no No, problem. exactly. So that's a great, 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 great thing that you've started Of course, once the universe has tested you with one, You know, okay, like well. you know, in one of the holy books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's what the people that were given the talent. You know, the one who was given one said, you know, Masai <laughs> no. You
2: know, <laughs> I hate I hate she not you make sure you cover me. Okay. So he had a talent,
1: he didn't do anything with it, he didn't multiply it, and then he brought it back to the master. He said, that's about seven. You need to have very far away. But you have put one in your hands. So far, for five years, you money is still one for And he said, I think God is somehow ready to maybe put more, commit more to your hands. But you just, I guess, have to avail yourself to allow that to come in. Because you've definitely been able to, 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 to be faithful to one and, and all of that. We've not had any crisis. you know. So I think that's a that's a good thing that you're saying, that right? if you had the, the desire to want to you know be with them. I mean, somebody from the outside, especially black, and that happened in your older age and you have this feel so like this a calling for you to, to welcome you know our brothers and sisters back home. So that's a great thing. God had to test it with one. You never remember it. So why not? Now you have a team. So together you can conquer thousands. So I think maybe now what you have, what is left maybe is just opening up. You know, like being open and then not waiting for all the stats to align before you you, you make the move. Because maybe you're waiting to have a, everything set up a perfect and all that. Which is not bad. It's good. I mean, when you do it, it's good. You know, one of my mentors, Jim Ron, would tell you, if you decide to start certain things at 60, it might still work. But then the question is, how much time do have? you have? Know, but at the same time, you could have started when you're 25, and the thing gets you. So again, it's all up to you. Anytime you decide to do it, it's going to, to, to pay out. But at the end of the day, you have to be willing and ready to, to get it going. And then you learn and then move as you go. Because again, we don't have a thousand years to live on this effort. Passing through, so when you have the few that you have, I mean, you want to take the make the best that you can out of that time frame that you have, you know, to make the best in and as much impact as you can. So yeah, I mean, I say go for it, go for it. I mean, we admire you guys; you're doing great, you're doing great. And you have a story, a beautiful story that you can share to the world, you know. So I mean, I say you go for it. But let me quick, quick question. You guys met in Senegal, you met in, in the US. You met in Senegal. I, met Senegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep confusing, because I know my son traveled, so mm-hmm. I keep confusing the mm-hmm. fact that where you guys met. Those, mm-hmm. Who do we meet that met in America?
0: Mm-hmm. somebody we met us recently.
1: Mm-hmm. The Mets. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was Omar and Ritoma. I don't know how Omar
0: and oh,
2: was, Rachel So somebody
1: met. recently we had encountered. Who they had met? The guy had come to America,
2: and they had met in America. No, I cannot remember. Okay. Yeah, there somebody. Uh, I don't know why I thought it was. Uh, it was yeah. I yeah, met him. Oh, okay. I was here to study abroad. It was right after I finished at Howard, and I took. I decided to study abroad after I graduated. I just wanted to come to Senegal. Really, I, I didn't get any credit. Well, what it, did yeah. Girl. Girl. Well, I think it was from a long time ago. Even when I was young, when I first started taking French. And I learned that, that was 7th grade, and when I learned that in the textbook it had the map of the world, all the Francophone countries, I it, so they like, okay, so hold up, they are like, some people that French in Africa, so I didn't, it, it opened my mind, I like, okay wait, I just picked the language kind of on a whim, and you just think of France, and like Paris, that's pretty much it, so seeing African countries, and for some reason Senegal just became what I was drawn towards so every project we get to choose our topic you choose a poet or you choose uh something in history to write about or present about i've always something to senegal so it may be um senegalese mass i look back now i have presentations that i did in middle school high school all the way through um so that was already there i was curious about senegal i had done research but when i went to howard i started out in accounting in the school of business and after one year i was like this is not for me i had an internship and i said this I'm not supposed to be here. So I came back on campus, changed my major. When I changed my major to school of education, you had to have a minor. I said, okay, i took French for a long time. I'll pick that back up. So then I chose French in my minor. And then at Howard, I'm learning a different, like, type of French. Because now I have a professor from Senegal, from Mauritania, from Louisiana, pre Creole, they Louisiana. So then I'll say, okay, wait, there's, like, black history that I can access through French. So that expanded language. And then my senior year I was in a class, um, and I had some classmates who had gone to the front summer school. They kept talking and talking. We went to Department was so great well, we had this internship, we had this, we had that. I said, okay, I wanna do that, but I didn't think I was gonna able to study abroad because I changed my major. I didn't want to graduate late. So I was I didn't really plan on studying abroad. But I talked to my parents, I I think I want to go to Senegal, there's this program, is how much it costs, maybe $3,000, something like that. It wasn't covered by my scholarship, I did not have money to pay for that. So my grandma bought my flight, my parents paid for my program, and then I went. And I was going to grad school, I knew I was going to Columbia right after that. So it was kind of more so vacation, exploration, I was taking the classes, I had the internship, but the credit meant nothing, I was just there. Um, to experience it and I thought I was gonna improve my French. That was my main goal. And then through the program they had us match with Senegalese uh, college students who were in like the English program um at the university. And one of the students, he wasn't my peer, but he was Hassan's yes. friend. Fred. Yes, I remember Yeah, so one day we were all leaving the center. Normally we would take a taxi back to our homes and families and they were like, Oh my friend, you got a car You can give you all the ride on? Okay, cool, like we don't gotta pay for a taxi. We all hopped in and I got the middle seat and he was the driver, he was the one driving the car. So (laughs) he offered the ride (laughs) and he was so gracious to give us a ride home to our home safe family. But we didn't talk. We saw each other through the rearview mirror, but that was pretty much it. He dropped us off, I didn't think I would see him again. He was just like a friend of a friend giving a ride. And then we ended up connecting again at a, yeah. at a restaurant. It was a group outing. Like all the oh, yeah. study students. It was a group outing. We happened to sit next to each other. And we were chatting. I was speaking my French. Back then my French job was like flowing yeah. pretty nice and so I was speaking French. He was asking me about, you know, what I'm into, what I'm doing, he was talking about his background. So that was the first time we had a conversation. And then from there to the monument. Yeah, he said, because uh, it was toward the end of my study abroad, we met in the second half. So we didn't have that much time left before I was going back um, to the U.S. So he offered to take me to the monument because I hadn't been Can there. Can you imagine
1: the monument? That's very key. It is. The monument is a, is a man,
2: a woman, and a baby. That's a family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if they're pointing to America. Really? They're pointing to America. So you got to find it.
1: Like all these things, like play out perfect. And I was gonna just throw you back a little bit. You know, I like to tap into the the, the spiritual pieces that sometimes we overlook or see from or you, back. Said, <laughs> you know, when you were choosing that whole French thing, you were choosing French thinking. You're just choosing anything, but that was your destiny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it you was know, something bigger than, than the French. Or you, know, you think you're just choosing French. Mm-hmm. If you now look back you could see the, 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 the God in, in, in the story of you having to pick that language and having to develop what's an interest in Senegal mm-hmm. Your spouse is there. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, he's been there all along. But something had to move around for you to eventually make it there. And then when somebody looks at it, they think it's just a coincidence that, to, that you happen to appear here. But look at the, the friends, God, it. God has been there all along. That's a perfect, perfect ten And then he took you to the monument.
2: Mm-hmm. You this
0: is the video took. <laughs> oh, this is y'all video at the, the monument. All right, so y'all, if you don't mind
2: sharing, we'll add it to the video. Yeah, this was, was August fifth, twenty eighteen.
1: August fifth, twenty eighteen. We were getting ready to have our wedding.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah, we got yes. married on August eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, actually, no, 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 no. We got married. No,
1: that's a wedding.
2: Okay,
0: the wedding. We got married. married. Yeah,
1: yeah. We did the uh, court, court ceremony in October on October first, mm-hmm. the year before 2017, and 2018, In mm-hmm. August, we did a wedding. Yeah, twenty mm-hmm.
2: eighteen. That's mm-hmm.
1: Whoa, Tiana! <laughs> Look at that afro! <laughs> wow.
2: Did you have your side shade?
1: Oh, My wife had a similar hair. <laughs> yeah, I
2: did. <laughs> I wish I could.
1: <laughs> what was that? I, something about it. I wish <laughs> I could. wish
2: I I wish I I wish I
0: could. I I I'm going back home to no, no, here. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Man, she's here now. <laughs> next, time. next time, I'll be
2: right. back. back. Okay. No. How can I just <laughs> make you okay. Okay. No, no, never a That never there problem. If you don't come, I will take you back. Come to you. <laughs> You'll come. To Virginia. you. You'll take me back? Yeah, we will. Let be, you be. <laughs> oh, look at that. Wow.
1: Yeah. So she did a pinky promise. Yeah, promise. Um, and, promise. Uh-huh. and so they were sitting in Dakar Seneca. Uh-huh. Ocean View. Uh-huh. They are married. Yep. That's amazing. West have power. Mm-hmm. And you know, I tell people don't, don't play with the thing that you see, to create your reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. just talking about something in the car. What was that that, that, that that you had said? Or something you had said, and I said, "Well, it happened." So if it is negative, it's still going to happen. I can't remember. I can't remember. Whatever. Forgetting all my stuff. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but yes, like you create your your, your reality with the things that that you, you put out mm-hmm. there. So we are very careful with the kind of things that we entertain. Like I don't entertain negativity. When you tell me anything negative, I have to say the opposite. Even if it's a joke. Mm-hmm. I have no time my wife would say. So we don't joke with that because again, like, you're saying this in 2018.
2: Yeah. And it's funny because I thought that that was about me coming back from the Peace Corps. Because uh-huh. I made an Instagram post and I found out I was going to the Peace Corps because I was t- in touch with him. We stayed in touch, kind of do texting, but nothing really deep, just every once in a while talking on WhatsApp or text a little bit. So when I found out I was coming back from the Peace Corps, I was excited. You know, I said, I kept my promise, I'm coming back. And I thought that was maybe going to be the time where I thought I was going to be here for two years. Thought I was maybe going to be close to Dakar, where we would be able to reconnect and things like that. Came to the Peace Corps, and after 30 days, COVID wiped all of that out. What? You had to go back? I had to go back to the what? US. But he did come and meet me before, because we had plans to maybe go to the beach or something. We were trying to make plans to connect, because I knew I had three months before I was going to be sent off to my permanent site, mm-hmm. which was going to be very far away from Dakar. So we were making plans, let's go to the beach before I leave and everything. But we ended up finding out maybe a week later that they were evacuating us within five days. Like once the COVID case came, the first COVID case I think in Senegal. And then within like maybe five days we were on a plane back to the US. So he made a trip last minute to come out to where the training center was. We spent maybe an hour together, if that, and then I was back.
0: In the U.S. Well, but then you came to the U.S., right? Yeah, I came. before that, I went to the U.S. for uh, an internship in a law firm. So in DC, so I was sent by a law firm based in London to DC, where I did a, uh, like uh, some type of immersion in a law firm to know how work, work, but, like, you know, the U.S. and work like you the U.S. politics and you know. Alaska. So. When I went to DC, she came all the way from New York to meet me. She took a bus to come to DC, and we met and hung out for one of the, like uh, a friends. Uh, uh,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, my first time.
1: But wait, I think about it. In the video, she said, "No, he said." If you don't come, I'm going to, go to, go to
0: get I'm up. That's, That's, what what I mean. That's what I did. I showed up, and it was my first time in the U.S., and the lot of they were telling me, well, like, have you ever been here? Like, you speak English, your English is good. Like, I said, well, like, my English is from Senegal, so I've never been here. This is my first time coming to the U.S. Because I always loved English, because I think it's a language where I can express like a lot about myself and my culture, because uh, Wolof is a very, like, poetic language, and I think those uh, uh, English has what it takes, the French one, like, you know, to express that, so I can transmit my energy to English, but in Wolof I can do so very easily, but in English, like, i can like, starting to learn, you know, to get my... So, so yeah. So when I said that that I would come and get you. And that's what
2: I did. And I almost messed up though during that trip. And she told me he was coming. I was in grad school. I was like stressed out in a different world up in New York. And he told me he was coming. He told me the weekend. I said okay, cool. But I forgot. Like it wasn't on my mind. I forgot the weekend I was supposed to come. I was in like a different speed. The stress of America. The stress. And he texted me maybe right before I was supposed to be coming. Like hey, everything's. And I said, oh, you know, I forgot. It. He said, and he said, like, something where I knew, I can't remember what you said exactly, but it was almost like, I'm disappointed. Like, I was looking forward to seeing you. And I, and I felt so bad, I said, yeah you can't do this. Like, you, you said you were going to come. So the last thing I brought, the next weekend, I brought my ticket, like, you bought my ticket and went straight down. We spent one night. We spent maybe three hours together. Mm-hmm. I picked him up from the train station, hung out, and then went right back up to New York. And... That was the time where I was hoping we were gonna be able to connect was looking for him coming and the trip, but it ended up working out. I think it was for the best that it was a quick connection. We talked, we got to reconnect, we didn't even take a picture, we got no documentation <laughs> that we that we saw each other again. Um, but it kept because I think if I had if I had not come, I think it would have broken mm-hmm. the the connection. the connection. So at this at that point do you think that you realize it was something more, or was it just like friend friendship, or like what? At what point did you realize you think it was more than that? At
0: that point, it was um, like it was in the air, but it was not like something that we were like talking about. You know? right. it was in the air. Uh, we were feeling like, okay, it's interesting. And I always, always like respecting her for her good like manners, values, respect she got. Like a lot of values that I see in myself, and I see, you know, so I was like, you know, hoping that
1: this can be uh, uh, somebody interesting, like that I can. You're so at that point, you're hoping that mm-hmm. something more than just regular friendship. So that you should take it much seriously and make sure.
0: Yeah, it was, it was in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. never expressed, but I said, well, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. all that
1: thought? but it's can' We're taking this in case you need this before, like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Cool. oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Sorry. All right. So we're talking about, I mean, you're, you're talking about when, she, when you came to the U.S., mm-hmm. okay, and she was supposed to come and meet you and then how you felt and, and what you had at the back of your mind that this could be more because I know she had she had asked about whether or not you had in mind that you guys were looking at something more than just friendship. You know, but you say you had something at the back of your mind. At what point did you all come to that point where you're like, okay, you want to actually be in some
0: type of relationship? Think, at what point? I think at that point, I, I was not like, really like, uh, expressing in, in any type of ways, like, okay. that I feel something in terms of relationship. Okay. But I was able to, um, like, when I connect with her, when I talk with her, on the phone, I was able to, it's like, it's just like, I have never been separated. Her. Like whatever we're talking about, we're on the same page, mm. and we can stay months without talking or texting. But always, she can like get where I'm coming from when I mm. think I'm crazy. When I'm talking about some stuff that are really deep to me, mm. she gets it, mm. and that work was like very interesting because I can't have that with everybody. You know that type of communications and uh, being on the same mm. meaning and everything. So it was different. It was different and that was what what was really interesting to me about her at that point then you know then she she decided to come back when I was in the U.S.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yes and that part actually,
2: yeah, actually, yeah that was a whole kind of journey so for me it was always kind of like a curiosity like what if but I you know it's just kind of study abroad You meet somebody you don't expect mm-hmm. one to even meet again The fact that we kept meeting, we stayed in touch, it was always kind of like, I wonder if there'll be a chance. Peace Corps is like possible, and then that goes uh, left. So then I, after the Peace Corps, back home for a little bit on unemployment, back with my family, just kind of trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. Ended up getting back, working, moved to the DC area. And things were going well until maybe six, seven months being in DC, everything kind of like went to hell. The, my roommate situation got shaky where I didn't feel comfortable living there anymore. My job was so stressful, I was waking up, chest hurting, like to the point where I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like why am I feeling like this? What do I need to do? Cause I felt like that was me like on the right path. I'm making, I'm out of the house, I'm working, things were going well at like work initially. So I was just like confused, like yeah, what, am I, what am I missing here? Like something is missing and I keep trying and I'm working hard, but like things aren't landing. So I spent about a week. I would log on to work and I was working in the house. I would log on to work, do my work, log off, and I would be pretty much in silence, like barely eating, no TV, no podcast, no nothing. And I was just sitting, reflecting, talking to myself, trying to figure out like what do I need to do next? And I played a song, the Jill Scott song, and she said something like, I was reading my journals, trying to figure out like where I've been, something like that. So I said, let me, because I used to keep journals, maybe for five years, I had a journal for every year. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and read, and read and read and read and read, and I started to see a cycle happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Every year
2: where I would have the urge to like, I want to travel, I want to leave the US, I want to travel on my own, I want to do XYZ. And then right when it became time to make the decision, I would choose a safer route. Mm-hmm. I would go to grad school, because I had a choice to either go to Martinique to do a program mm-hmm. or go to grad school. And Martinique is what I would I didn't want to go to grad school. But it was paid for, it was a nice school. People mm-hmm. like, saying you can't pass this yeah, you, you gotta go. go. So Even right. though I know I didn't want to be there. Yeah. So I made that choice. So I started to see that happen again and again. So I said, okay, it's clear. Like I gotta go to Senegal. That was, that was it. I gotta go back. I got to quit my job, go back to Senegal, and just go with no program, no nothing, just do it independently. Yeah. So, I knew there was somebody who could help me, all I wanted, all I, all I thought I was calling for was somebody to help me find a place. Because I wanted to feel safe. I want to stay with a woman, somebody who I'll know, a friend of somebody who I can feel stable enough to go on my life spiritual sabbatical, that mm-hmm. all it was. Mm-hmm. So I picked up the phone, I didn't look at what time it was, I just called and just started talking. Hey, this is what I'm thinking, this is what well, I want a to do. 6 a.m.? for you? 6 a.m., wow. I picked up the phone, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I just figured out. I'm about to quit my job, start consulting, da 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 He said, okay, you can do it. Like, <laughs> you, can, I, you can do it, like, you got it, you can do it. And I said, I just need help find some place to stay when I go see him. So he said, "Okay, I'll get back to you. I'll think about it. I think I got some places." Got back to me. He said, "Oh, my sister. I think you can stay with my sister. She has a nice place outside of the car." Hey, let me
1: just—he <laughs> was bringing you
2: home. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Okay, home, not- uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Okay. Uh huh.
2: So close, that was man. that was for yeah. me. It was just a trip that I was taking by myself. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. And he said his sister has a place that would be good. It's peaceful. This is that,
0: and I felt comfortable. I trusted him. His sister. I figured that's a good decision. I yeah. was in the in the U.S. When he was we were we both yeah. in the U.S., but like I was in Kentucky, mm-hmm. and she was in Kentucky. Yeah, wow. and she was in DC. Yeah. So I was in Kentucky, and she called me when I was at, right just like right after working from Amazon, like did not shift. I finished five, and I came took a shower and prayed. Like, I, did a, I, I prayed. When I sat that night, I did not pray. I was all wipe my dress. I sat on the night and I said, God, like, I want this in my life. Because it was very exhausting walking that shift was very really hot. And I did a prayer that I still remember what I prayed for. But it didn't connect right after the prayer. I sat on the bed right before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. The fun, like, I was thinking about Tiana and Mama. I don't know why. And then right the second the phone rang in the And I said, guess what? I was just thinking about you and you called me. Yeah. And, then she and I said, I must have it. felt it. Yeah, you know. And then she, she started explaining, you know, about her job, wanting to quit. And I'm, and I'm as I said, I'm a risk taker, but also I'm I'm, I'm positive. I'm, I know that stuff can happen if you want it on the first place. Also, do whatever you gotta do uh, to to make it happen. I've told her, I've told her that you can do it, quit your job, you got talent. People will call you, you'll be consulting for a different organization. Even that organization that like are messing with you, they will need you. Mm-hmm. You know, I told her, you do what you gotta do. And she said, yeah, mm-hmm. she want to do it. And she told me she wants to go to Senegal. And I had this maybe uh, less than a month left in the US because I had to stay this for six months. Mm-hmm. And I can't, and I said, okay, actually, I'm coming back to Senegal, but I think you can stay at my sister because she got a nice place in Sally, you know, like a very nice house and not far from the beach. And I don't know what she's looking for. She can be able to have it. But the house is big, they have dogs, they have a backyard, garden. It's like a very peaceful place. So that's what happened. But she so in. just you know, I
1: like to fish out some of the, mm-hmm. the, the lemon curves in these mm-hmm. stories. I mean you had to go back to to your journals to find a pattern mm-hmm. of, of, of spirit. Mm-hmm talking to you all the time and you disobeying because mm-hmm. trust me, there are a lot of people also of course in America, in Europe, in other parts of the world even in, in Africa, in mm-hmm. different parts of Africa there's something is asking them to move from one place mm-hmm. to another, to take a second step mm-hmm. but they keep disobeying or they keep you know, letting fear. fear or something stop them from mm-hmm. making that move mm-hmm. so once you discover the pattern, you have to make mm-hmm. a decision to mm-hmm. just go with your gut, mm-hmm. and then you, you did take us to, you, you made a point about Choosing comfort, most people choose what appears to be comfortable yeah. because maybe getting a job or getting a master's at the time time, doing free grad school and all of that, that looked like it was comfortable. But maybe that's not what the universe wants for you, and it's showing you the other one that doesn't appear to be comfortable. But when you look deep, you can actually see when you look at the pattern how your life is going. So that's a powerful, powerful thing in that story, in that reflection. People need to make that step before like taking another. You know, today you're in Senegal, you're happy. You know, you're living ocean from <laughs> Hey, I've got to be a beneficiary of that by you obeying to, to take that, that step. So that's a that's a very powerful, powerful thing in the story. So then eventually you you, you took the step. You literally moved. Yeah, I
2: it came. was it was I came the plan was May I came right before my birthday. It was my twenty it was gonna be my twenty fifth birthday. And I came right before that, and I was gonna stay until July, like three months, two and a half, three months I planned to stay. And he ended up coming back at the same time that he would be, so he had to come back to Senegal, but we didn't realize that at the beginning. So he ended up coming to help me get settled in to his sister's house. He picked me up from the airport, helped me get settled in. That was supposed to be plane. he was supposed to stay for maybe a week or two with his sister, and just help me, you know, Get comfortable with her, get around everything, and I was gonna be there. Here, here. This was 2021. Oh, okay. Wait, okay. No, 2021. Okay. 2021. Yeah, it was 2021. Yeah, it was 2021. So, yeah, I was twenty twenty five. 25. So fast. <laughs> And um, so yeah, he was there, and but he ended up staying. We ended up spending time together, and initially it was just friends. We go to the beach, we go to restaurants, we sit and talk, but it was platonic and I wasn't looking for that. That was not what my mind was at all. I was closed in that area from experiences that I had and I was like, I'm good. Like I'm not looking for a partner. I'm trying to get some stuff straight in my life, figure out what I want to do next, so on and so forth. So it wasn't until maybe halfway through that trip where he, where I started to feel it. I'm like, okay, you know, we finally have the time to really sit and talk. Mm-hmm. You know, quick quick question. Mm-hmm. When,
1: when when you came to Africa to, you know, try to figure things out mm-hmm. to see what your next step is going to be. Was well, that you think that was fruitful or that was good? You think that was a good thing when you came to you mm-hmm. like find that piece that you needed to readjust for the next phase? I think so. I okay. think, it, I, think so it, then I just wanted to let people like, understand mm-hmm. that. Africa is a good place to unwind, mm-hmm. you know, to come, you know, take some time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not scary. This somebody who has Come back, mm-hmm. let us be a reset. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't stay, mm-hmm. but let take some time and come come and reset. Even if it's a month, mm-hmm. like a Sabbath, just listen, listen. to your inner self. Yeah. If you find that peace here. There's no chaotic but, ah, the world. Mm-hmm. So that was a good point I just wanted to mm-hmm. highlight. People yeah. need to come and then reset. If mm-hmm. you want to go back, great. Right. Go mm-hmm. back and then we will have a better focus. Because
2: mm-hmm. it's simply a different pace of living. Um, it gets you on a new routine. Even just the food you're eating is different. Living, mm-hmm. walking just on a beach, it, it, it helps. It helped me to realize that like what I thought was most important in my day, I could, I could still be quote unquote productive or accomplished. Because I was still working a little bit because I was still a little bit nervous to come Completely let go of everything so I was working a little bit when I was there a couple hours, you know a few hours a week But even through that I got to see okay I don't need to be married to the system in the U.S. to have a fruitful, productive, have fun, mm-hmm. so on and so forth So it was good for me, and I think I didn't know what I was looking for when I came
0: mm-hmm.
2: And I think it became obvious to have to do the trip a um, part of what I was there for to reconnect and to, to be able to really give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, halfway through the trip, I, I started to have the feelings, but he was the one who like stepped and said, "Okay, this is how I'm feeling."
0: And, yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Bro, <laughs> well, I
1: gotta do that. You cannot like,
0: go the second time. <laughs> I'll right? you make your intentions super clear. Mm-hmm. So you have to go for it. Yeah, definitely. So that, what I did was like I was in my mind, or even when I'm by myself in my room because when she came, I mm-hmm. gave her the room uh, like upstairs with my sister, the mm-hmm. space, and I could get there and do the room all dusty, so I put in the room make mm-hmm. my space, and she was in the VIP room, mm-hmm. you know? So, but I said, okay, actually this is interesting because all of that I'm looking for, somebody who can understand me, somebody who have like, who's kind-hearted, beautiful, in and out, and like, you know, great, I think it's in her, so what? I, what, what the hell am i waiting for? Yeah, oh, you're, you're missing something. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're missing the part you uh-huh. said earlier about you wanting to marry a certain type of person. Yeah,
0: but that's that's the thing because that's the thing because I didn't connect that I was saying that at when I was young. As a kid, As a kid my okay. mom reminded oh, okay. me. You know, oh, you didn't
2: okay. remember? I like. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, at, this was point, even, at this point, you
0: haven't
1: even. I just point, you not to the point where your mom you will make a connection no, yeah no, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay okay so
0: so i said okay i gotta talk to her because i'm not looking for i'm not looking right now i'm not uh, joking i'm not looking for any type of relationship I'm, you know and i don't want to mess the friendship friendship that mm-hmm. we have and i don't want to be also like missing out of like what could be like unleashed from that you know so i told mm-hmm. her that you know, I'm gonna take my strength. The That's camp. a serious crossroad. Yes, you know. and then we sat right at the beach. That day, there was a horse and a little girl riding a horse, there was a dog, you know. So it was a very like special day, and we were like sitting and talking, and I told her, you know, actually, I think I have to tell you that uh, all that I'm looking for is somebody to be able to be yeah. with, with him. It is is with you yeah. hey. Hey. Hey.
2: What? this door came open it's getting cold okay. oh. oh. wow. okay. okay.
1: yeah. okay. alright so our story got a little close awesome. but, yeah. but yeah that's a beautiful story that's a beautiful fortune is featured in here.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you got something to okay. so so after that I told her okay you know what I'm not um, you know I don't Either when we are together, we are like looking forward to to be together because we are into, or I'm not really like into like just you know I'm not looking for like a relationship like that. I'm looking for somebody to be something serious. Something serious. So it was maybe heavy. It was maybe a lot on her that time
2: because Mm -hmm. you know I was saying okay, you weren't you weren't sure that you were ready for that. Yeah, I I thought because when we started talking, you know, I kind of. I had a feeling what the competition was going to be, but I thought it was going to be, you know, let's try. I thought it was going to be a little bit more like... But yeah. it you. Hey, but, hey, hey. Hey, look, let me tell you. As uh-huh. you,
1: we don't play. We don't, we don't, we don't do this play-play thing. You know, just I love you, I like you. No, no, no. We come straight if we want it. And then, of course, we work it there from that point onwards. So the major... has to be made clear Mm that the the marriage has the potential Mm -hmm. end goal We make that clear from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Then if that doesn't play out of course we don't expect it to play out instantly Mm -hmm. but then we can work our way towards that. Mm -hmm. We have to make that clear. clear And I know for you guys that's like hitting you so hard because Mm -hmm. we we need to play around before we get there but Mm -hmm. we don't play we start from the top Mm -hmm. and then we work our way Mm -hmm. our way up there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, That's a the way to
2: put it because Mm -hmm. I was... Yeah, I thought was, I knew what the competition was going to be, and it hit me, I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, mm. this is, this is deeper, yeah, so, he talked, and said, we had to say, and he said, so, how are you feeling, I was kind of like, whoa, I didn't anticipate this, so I said, I think I ended up saying, like, I'm open, and I'm, I'm open to, to try, and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I felt some of this is mad, and I was kind of sharing that, I had mutual feelings, but I was hesitant, mm-hmm. still, I was kind of like, we're good friends. We'd all start to do some work together, like mm-hmm. business-wise, we were collaborating on something. So that was on my mind, like I don't want things to get fuzzy. And then on top of my living arrangements, I was staying with his sister. I was like in a position where I was like, okay, I don't want anything to get yeah, weird.
0: Something went wrong. Yeah, Did something went with wrong. Them?
2: Yeah, then I'm in this house. I was like, it was things like that on my mind. Mm-hmm. Fears and hesitancies. Mm-hmm. So it took me a couple of weeks to like really process. It. To really oh, process
1: picture, right? it, yeah, to really process. Mm-hmm. At what point did you see the seriousness and then decide that okay, let's get down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we end Maybe up
2: like two weeks
0: later two weeks later from,
2: later, from that conversation.
0: From that conversation, and then we ended up like moving back to the same plane to go back to the US wow. so to, to assist uh, one of my best friends' marriage. Mm. You know, and it was like, like it was very like. It was God moving
2: pieces. We got to, we got to kind of set the story yeah. with that one. Yeah. Because when I was in Maryland, mm-hmm. he reached out to me because him and his friend were working on a business idea, like a real estate type of thing. And he said, oh, I have a friend, Tiana, I think she may be good. So we were working together in that capacity, like getting on for all the brainstorming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I knew his friend uh, that was going to be getting married. Mm-hmm. So toward the end of my stay, July... Uh, I was maybe had two more weeks left on my trip, and his friend called said, bro, I'm getting married the 4th of July, um, can y'all come? And at that point, I kind of knew him, so he was cool, he wanted me to come as well. Mm-hmm. So, then that changed, I moved my flight up, he got his flight to go to the U.S., and then we ended up, we were going to be flying back to the U.S. together to attend the wedding. Mm. Yeah,
0: so we went together. But the, the funny thing is we went with my niece and nephew that has to have to go to the U.S. So we went like parents, caring kids. And yeah. all oh, kids. like a family. that's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> a future plan right there. <laughs> so we went together and it was like crazy. She went to D.C. and I went to Kentucky to drop my nieces and nephew. Mm. The, the, the spend one night and like very early in the morning, I took a plane to go to the wedding. So okay. it was like very back to back, I took like four plants in two days, wow. Wow. Um, you know, so so it was uh, also, I've been having dreams before the wedding, stuff that I was dreaming about, I was seeing it happening in the wedding, so it was really like some, some, some deep stuff, even us sitting at that um, beach when the horse was riding and mm-hmm. everything, uh, we saw a horse, and we said we want to do something like this—ride a horse and everything. <laughs> and then, few months after, mm-hmm. we went to K- Kentucky Horse Park doing the same thing that we kind of uh, uh, visualized. So, so yeah. So, so, at what point did Tiana make it back to Santa So, again, so after that trip, the next time was coming ago. back for a
2: year ago, was when we moved.
1: A year ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, so wait. Had, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. So when you
2: all went back, you didn't come back to Senegal after that. Oh, okay. So how long did you stay in, in, in totality? In, in the US? Or no, in, in Senegal. Senegal. Yeah, t- that time around? That, that time. time was like two and a half months. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And then the last time you came back was for good. Like, yeah. you, you yes. were coming to stay. Mm-hmm. But then you already established everything that you guys want to and ride and see what...
2: Yeah, that happened between. So between those trips is when we got married. So in we, the U.S.? In the U.S. Okay. The US.
1: Uh, okay. So that second going was a deal. Like yeah. when you went for the wedding, mm-hmm. it was when you, you had made up your mind that like, you mm-hmm. wanted to try it out and to rock it
2: So my next question is, I know you, you said you told your mom that you wanted to get married. How was the process of you telling your parents that you wanted yeah. to get married? It was, it a, was a trip because... They didn't know he existed. Like, really? <laughs> for all these years, you never mentioned him. No, because it was it was like for me, one, I'm very private, and two, it was I didn't know what it was. It was like a friend I okay. made Okay. We were cool. And we stayed in touch, but it was I didn't. It was nothing that came up or that I brought up. Mm-hmm. So they, I had mentioned him, but it was like of oh, somebody I met when I studied abroad or something like that. Um, so they weren't anticipating that I was going to come home from that trip, but I think when I took the trip, that everybody was kind of confused. Okay. Um, <laughs> <know> <laughs>
0: she told a good story. Yeah, <laughs> you you know can baby. Right? Mm-hmm. Now for
2: okay? mm-hmm. All right, um, okay. <laughs> I forgot, what, Let me say, um, uh,
1: you know, you've been private enough, Oh yeah, yeah. so
2: that trip that I was taking when I quit my job and left I was kind of very protective over sharing with people Mm -hmm. what I was planning to do. So I told my parents of course, like, I'm planning to go to Senegal, this is what I'm leaving. But I didn't talk a lot about it because I was, it was very sensitive. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want people's fears or questions or whatever. Yeah, because I was already like nervous to, to make the decision. So I didn't talk a lot about where I was the, like where I was gonna be. I, I gave him the address. I'm um, saying with my friend's sister. That was pretty much it. So they were all kind of like confused about what was going on and maybe concerned. I don't know. But they kind of got to see him when I was there on well, like Facetime. They called. Oh, he's my friend. Whatever. Whatever. But they didn't really. Even after we started transitioning to wanting to be together, I didn't really tell them until. But when we came back for the wedding, we went to Virginia to meet my family okay so, so that's
0: the first thing we do after the wedding i went to you call, went and we talk, to get conversed. your attention yes I so was it, this
2: was not, not for marriage oh no, not, not for marriage. marriage okay but to meet and like basically like we're in a relationship okay. we want you to meet and so he came to the house yeah. um met my brother my sister mom dad and stayed maybe one mm-hmm. night yeah no i didn't spend the night oh he, night. you didn't stay a night yeah he I came
0: and then took a flight, flight to Kentucky. To Kentucky. Uh-huh. I just came to, like, took her with her stuff from Senegal, You mm. know, That's mine, yeah. <laughs> Kentucky. So I went <laughs> and met the ch- parents and the I talked to the mom. She was very nice. The dad, the family, everybody was nice. And I told the mom something uh, that um, I feel like she really appreciated here. to hear. Mm-hmm. I told her that she raised her daughter very well and she got values that makes me appreciate her, right. and, yeah, and she gave me a hug, she Aww. gave me a nice hug, it was beautiful. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, so that's when I went to, you know, to go and meet uh, the parents for the first time, because it's important, you know, mm-hmm. in our like, mm-hmm. culture in Senegal, oh. like, you have to have the blessing of the family, mm-hmm. and for that blessing, the, the, like, Um, There's a story because she came to Senegal the first time and the grandma heard the Mm flight. So I said, I need to go to see that grandma. So I I drove from Kentucky to New York to go to New Jersey to meet her grandma to just have the blessing. Mm-hmm. And I get that. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. You know, it was really that nice. was amazing. Really
2: nice. But to answer your question, I didn't even get a chance to tell them, because I was trying to figure out, because we had decided, basically, after that trip, we had made the decision that we intended to get married, and I was living at home with my parents, and I went to Kentucky. And his sister lived in Kentucky. That's okay. why I went to Kentucky. Oh, okay. <laughs> his, his sister had a, a baby, and there was a baptism. So mm-hmm. I went to Kentucky to, like, visit him. In the baptism I got to meet like his family that's there some of these there. and um, when I came back from that trip he gave me that blanket it's, it's in there that blanket that's on that uh chair mm-hmm. and when I heard it to my my parents they were joking like is this some type of like engagement like uh, what does this, yeah. this mean yeah. <laughs> these parents. yeah and then but then they said so are y'all getting married I said yeah, <laughs> but they were very supportive, of course. Like it takes some time because in the U.S. especially, we're used to a certain style. pattern. Yeah, you, know, you you date for a few years, they come around, be all the family activities, a big yeah. engagement proposal, and then a year planning a wedding. You know, you're used to a certain pattern, so it took them some time, especially with the them not having known really him beforehand, and then the the timing of when we planning to get married. So it took time, but they were open and welcoming. And after he came back again to spend some time, and they got two years, and it's been smooth on on that front. On so, front. so of course we know this, but just just to put it out there, so you were raised in a Christian family, yes. mm-hmm. and of course a son mm-hmm. is when raised raised in a Muslim, Muslim family. So mm-hmm. how did you know? How was your what was your family's reaction mm-hmm. to that? Yeah. Marrying someone with a different religion. There really was no reaction aside from maybe, you know, curiosity, wanted to learn more about um, Senegalese culture, especially. Um, and more so, I guess, maybe his beliefs or his practices. But one, growing up, we did grow up Christian, going to church. But after about 12 years old, we, we kind of like stopped going to church. It wasn't super, we weren't like buried about. Um, so it wasn't that just, it was difficult for them to be open to different religions. Okay. And I have a lot of family also who are Muslim mm-hmm. that are really close, like first oh, cousin, okay. second cousin. So okay. it's not a completely mm-hmm. unfamiliar concept. And yeah, my family's very open and tolerant. And but how about his? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I think you're test thing regarding that.
0: Mm-hmm. About, yeah. Yeah. about culture here being very yeah. open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. I think um, Senegal, right. Senegal is a very uh, interesting country in terms of um, like freedom in beliefs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not a rap. I don't have mm-hmm. it. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You, you, no, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Let's wrap it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Come on, love. Jay, send me out. All right. I will turn up. Okay. I'm okay. can. White boys won.
2: Okay. Arms too
0: short. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, and in Senegal, it's a very um, like open country where like like uh, Muslims and Christians are living in a very peaceful harmony. We have brothers, we have cousins that are Christians. In the same family, you do a lot of villages, you see Muslims and Christians living in the same house, brothers and sisters, like different religions. So it's a very like, like, like the, the, the understanding and also knowing what religion is about, you know, and knowing that if all, oh, we all go to God and say we, we don't have to battle because the, God is everywhere, it's open. So like, it's not a problem here. And also in the uh, Islamic religion, it's not a religion. Um, as a Muslim, we are allowed, Muslim men are allowed to marry like non-Muslim uh, person, you know, it's not like a problem, but it requires like for the one who's doing it to be in a certain level of understanding who he is first, what he's like entitled to do and everything, so that you don't forget like your religion, you know, you know after to get it, so that's, that's, that's
2: the thing. But there, was one, there was one, like, uh, time that I think you did something very, that was very important to me, um, a conversation you had with your family in terms mm-hmm. of, you can share how you explained it, mm-hmm. but in terms of making it clear that I'm not going to convert simply because mm-hmm. he's Muslim, mm-hmm. and that's something that we talked about, mm-hmm. but I really appreciate him communicating that mm-hmm with his family so because before we got married mm-hmm. so that it was clear that that's, so that's the decision that i'm yeah. gonna make if i ever want to make it yeah, yeah. then i would do it mm-hmm. independently um because well, i want to and because course, i believe yeah. not so simply are, because yeah, yeah. he's muslim or because i'm marrying
0: into. yeah that's really important because i have to set up set the the boundaries with a lot of people on that front because yes i am uh from a Muslim family, some part of my family are very like conservative mm-hmm. and everything. They're very like like tied to the book, like this. Yeah. And then you know, but I was able to tell them that you know I'm not marrying her and forcing her. Like telling her that she gotta convert to with me. I like her the way she is. I love the value she has. Who she is, if she decides one day, it's great it's really both beautiful but even right now it's amazing I'm not expecting her to, to say um, just because she wants because that wouldn't be true and I want things to be true You know, even though she has to do something she got to first believe in it if she don't believe in it, I don't want that you know so that was something I had to say to members of my family that addressed you know asking that question just, you know to put them also to help them understand that this is deep this is not a job so, so, because people think, okay, you gotta, like, they have to do this. I don't want to pretend anything. it has to, it has to be this, it's got to be this. And I want things to come from the heart, to be true. That's the way I'm moving. That's why I had to talk with my mom about that, my uncles, cousins, everybody that were kind of like asking, oh, how about the religion? I had to set up the, the boundaries so they understand. Because she got values that Muslim. Women must have, mm-hmm. you know. She got manners, way she respectful elders and everything. That's like what God is teaching us in the Bible and the Quran. So, so it's important to be open-minded and to know God's word. Okay. That's, and, that's and
2: being here, you know, I live like living in Senegal. It's a, like the culture is very infused with Islam, and I participate in holidays and. I fasted for the first time during Ramadan on my own, you know, choice. Mm -hmm. Because living in a country, one is, and also being with a partner, you want to be supportive. I want to be supportive and experience it. And I can't, and I didn't make any promises. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to do this.